Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Q&A about aggressive money management as well. The system doesn't have big drawdowns, so I can handle it. Um, and with less aggression, the rewards drop significantly. So the less aggressive the, that this trader is, the, the less rewards that they're getting, uh, which is, you know, typically risk it for the biscuit. Um, you're more aggressive, more rewards, more drawdown as well. Less aggressive, typically less rewards, less drawdowns. That, that balancing act in general. Um, if I follow Jason's advice and half the return on investment from backtesting, so taking the backtesting results and then halving the return on investment, um, then decide if I want to keep the strategy, the only way to trade it is aggressively. The low return on investment is puzzling me since the drawdowns are low and the win rate is above 60. Does that seem odd to you? So the next question is, does it seem odd that you can have a low return on investment when you have a low drawdown and a high win rate? And for me, the answer is no. Um, win rate and drawdowns don't necessarily, I guess drawdowns have more of an impact, but win rate specifically doesn't really correlate to high return on investment, right? Winning more doesn't necessarily mean making more. Brings me back to a story I had about a, a trader that was in my live room very early on, and, and his goal was to be a 99% trader. Or his goal, his big thing, he was caught up on, like, I never want to lose a trade, Akil. I don't know why it was, um, but I never want to lose a trade. And lo and behold, he had a month where he was, like, 95% correct, guys. Could you imagine? 95% correct. He didn't make any money. No, it wasn't Latch. wasn't Latch. Latch wanted to win a lot, but he had realistic expectations. But this guy was 95% correct, but I don't think he made any money. Why? Because when he was correct, what was he taking? He was taking like one or pip, one or two pip target profits, right? Just to be correct. So he can jot it down in his book. I was right. Ego, anybody? I was right. Didn't make any money, right? One or two pips isn't even going to cover for the spread, really, and commissions and costs and all that stuff. But like, I was right. And then guess what? On your loss, do you ever take a one or two pip loss? No, with that type of mindset, especially considering you're someone that needs to be right, what do you probably do in your losses? Do you cut your losses early or do you kind of hang on to them and be like, ah, wait till it turns around, right? You're just thinking about that mindset. If you're someone that needs that win, when you're losing, you're probably the same person that says it's, it's going to turn around. It's going to turn around. It's going to turn around. If you even have a stop, right? 
So the one loss that he took out of those trades or whatever it was, probably took away all of the profit. But he accomplished his goal. But it shows you there's not necessarily a correlation between how many times you win on your return on investment. It's more related to how much do you win when you do win. And of course, how much do you lose when you do lose? So there are traders here, for example, that have 40% win rates and will be much more profitable than a trader with a 60% win rate. There are traders out there that have 25% win rates. They will be much more profitable than traders out there with 70% win rates. So it's not necessarily the right correlation to make. One of the things specifically with the daily chore is remember this, right? If you're trading, and I think this trader is trading it by the, the set rules, the set rules are a one-to-one -one risk reward. So if you're 60%, it's really not, you're really not making that much more, you're not making, you're making the same when you win as when you lose, right? But you're not really making that much more if you're hitting at 60%. Now, obviously you can, and this is where we get to later, you can add stuff to your portfolio. I've always called it a, in my experience in testing, and I did testing on it for about a year, um, it's a strength in numbers type of approach if you're gonna trade it by the, 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 the set rules meaning the returns aren't gonna wow you. It's gonna, it'll be slow, it'll be steady. The, the key is to build a portfolio and, and look at it from more of a frequency basis. But yeah, it doesn't, doesn't seem odd to me at all that you can have a 60% win rate and, and, and not really have the, the return on investment, a, a massive return on investment given the, given the, the set rules. Um, my thoughts on the next step are this. One, and you guys can help me out with this. One, learn demo trading. Setting up orders and automated strategy needed for this system, running parallel to it. Two, um, there's the power of compounding, so to continue to backtest pairs and add it to the strategy. Three, explore increasing the risk reward with different trailing stop approaches since the win rate and drawdown combined is good with the filters. Four, decide if I can handle the aggressive trading style. I really believe that's the aggressive money management. Five, if I'm happy, keep it. If I'm not, ditch it and take the lessons learned from this and use it for the next strategy. I feel like I am on the right track, but parts of me think that the return on investment is potentially so low that I could be flogging a dead horse. Do my steps seem logical? What do you guys think? And there's some good advice coming through. Max says mine is about 35%. And you said that's very true. Many systems only come in a little bit higher than 50% win rate, um, but can make lots of pips. Uh, plus systems with 30% win rate, 30% um, that systems that only win 30% of the time can have big wins if managed properly. Um, Ed said, I've got two positions, 1.1 and a 1.1 to 5. Uh, break even stop to 1 to 1 is hit. Uh, Max says track structure two and different risk multiples. See a few more people typing. Yeah, if you're if you're an old school trend trader, I mean, you can have a very low win rate. You catch you catch that one big move. Um, I I've had systems that I played around with where the whole goal was to catch one big move a year on on a pair. And you know, I never followed through with them because it was it was mental warfare to deal with it. It is the, the toughest thing in the world is not even taking 
back-to-back losses during the chop, that's frustrating. But if your losses are tight, that's not a problem. It's uh, it's shooting for that big win. Watching the market be somewhat up in the area of what you would consider a big win. And then needing to wait and then giving it all back. Man, that kills me. Mentally, I, I am not built for that. I am not... I, I, I cannot watch five big wins disappear and me make nothing and then still do the right thing on that six trade to get it. Um, it's, it, is, it, is, it, it was mental warfare for me. Um, but typically, if you look at any pair out there, it's going to offer you one big boy a year for the most part. There's that year where the euro dollar consolidated for like two straight years, I guess. But in the, for the most part, they're going to offer you, it's, it's, you're going to get one big move a year. And the key is you can't miss that move. I was talking to a trader the other day about Bitcoin, uh, about that. He, he bought it at 10K um, and wrote it up to 20, basically, or 19s. And, you know, he talked about how it was, a, it was a game-changing moment for him and his family. And I'm like, yeah, like those, those big moves come. You just can't miss them. And that, that stems off into a whole other area about psychology and routine and discipline and all that fun stuff. But it's extremely hard. It's extremely hard to get consistently punched in the face and then get back up and then swing and hit a knockout blow. Um, it's, it's really hard to do that. Um, Akil, do you trade any trend-following strategies? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I do. Um, Andrew says that one big win per year would be so difficult to manage psychology if we knew everything depended on it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's tough. Um, again, it, it helps with a larger portfolio because you get one per pair. But still, the, 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 the getting punched in the face part, that's the, it, that's the hardest part for me. I, again, imagine it like this. Imagine like... Imagine me... Uh, I'm trying to think of a good example. It, it, it is... I'm trying to think of an example like a bag of money and telling you guys to stick your hand and grab something out of the bag of money. And each time you pull in a dollar, I take it back. But somewhere in there is like a check for a million dollars and blah, blah. But essentially, it's like this. It, it feels like I'm consistently giving you money and making a deal that says, hey, you can take this money or you can give it back to me and earn another chance to, to, to get a bigger bill. And you're consistently like pulling fives and tens and twenties, and and each time you give them back, you're you're hoping that hundred dollar bill is in there. Each time you give it back, you're like, man, if I just would have kept all these bills, like I would have had my hundred dollars by now. And you keep giving it back, you keep giving it back, and then at some point, you just you pull out a fifty. You know the hundreds in there, or the thousand dollar bills in there, right? The golden coin or whatever. You pull out the fifty, and you're like, you know what? Whatever. I'm sick of seeing all this money in my hand and giving it back. I'm taking my fifty and I'm leaving. And then I'm like, well, okay, look. Let's just do, this won't count, but let's just see what you would have grabbed next. And you reach in there and you get the golden ticket and you're like, mother, ooh, right? That's what it, it feels like. It, it's, it, it's, it's hard. It, it's hard. Um, I like to think of myself as a very disciplined individual. I am not disciplined enough to do that. Uh, I have tried. It, it, much younger me has tried. I, I, I'm sure I can find a way to make it work now, but I, I, don't, I don't think it would be fun. <laughs> I know it would be fun.